0: Everything you try has already been done before, and there's nothing really you can do about it. So remember to avoid taking risks and to whisper into feathers together in the dark. It's the right
1: thing to do, and viewers like you...
2: 8 o'clock. It's Friday night. It's time for pamp Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. We're going to hold the door a little bit to wait for a few more of our fabulous audience and our performers. So please fast forward. Enjoy Floating Goat or fast forward uh, a little bit. We're going to get started here Pretty soon with hilarious comedy every Friday night. Fantastics Comedy Clubhouse. 8 to 10 PM. Tonight's amazing show, Making Feminism Great Again. Yes, we have feminists here to do their jokes for you. We have non-feminists here to do their jokes for you. And either way, it all shakes down. We're all gonna have a great time. Twerk so hard that you open up a another a portal to another dimension. It's too ratchet even for you. Stay tuned for the very funny things that are going to happen tonight on Fantastic's Comedy Clubhouse here on Mutiny Radio. Clubhouse here on Friday night. Hooray! Look at you actual audience people. I know we don't can't afford um, paper products. Uh, there is toilet paper though. That's exciting. That's what we get out of this change jar here is that we implemented this change jar so that we could afford toilet paper because I used to steal it from uh, college. I used to steal it from SF State when I was getting my graduate degree there, but then I realized, no, we should find a sustainable method to have Uh, Toilet paper to wipe our asses here at Mutiny Radio. We're poor, yay! Art, yay! Thank you for being here, donating your money so we can afford toilet paper. It's so nice. Uh, I am a. You guys are here on the Making Feminism Great Again show. That's exciting. Look at that! Yay! We can buy paper towel. Woo (laughs) That's really exciting. No, seriously, Um, because I, I mean I am a feminist. And uh, and I also don't like paper products. No, I do like paper products. I just don't like putting them up near my twat. So um, plastic and weird stuff, I don't understand. They call it being on the rag for a reason. So that's why I uh, take old baby bibs and fold them in my panties there's one in there right now and then i take them out and wash them i'm not lying my favorite it's absolutely true my favorite federal crime is stealing other people's mail only when it's been there for two weeks right at my apartment so i go into my apartment and i see the mail and there's a box and i'm like there's a fucking box the box is there for a week Another week goes by. The box has been there for two weeks. There's 100 people living in this building. No one's taken the box. No one's returned the box. The box, what does the box have in it? So I took the box. I take the box upstairs. What's inside the box? Baby bibs and onesies. What what am I going to do with these useless items? I'm going to use them to not have babies. I'm going to soak up my period with them. And I'm going to wash them and lower my carbon footprint. I actually have the lowest carbon footprint of all because I'm never going to have a baby. That's like the biggest carbon footprint you can have, right? Is another human being to consume things, consume everything. Consume your soul. Does anyone have children? Yay! you did it. You paid for a nanny. That's so great. I'm a nanny. That's what I do for actual money. I take care of people's children for money. Uh, That's why I don't want to have any of my own because they don't pay you to be a mom. There's no like social security or anything. That should be a joke, but it's not. You actually don't get social security for being a mom because your work will never be valued. Yay. What did I learn from last November's election? Jesus. Uh, Only some people hate black people, but everyone hates women. Yay can't have a woman as a president she's going to have a period and then what will happen be crying all the time and sounds kind of like Trump right now he tweets like a 12 year old girl I haven't heard anybody cry so much on Twitter since like the Olsen twins were like what was that anorexic she's 8 pounds lighter than me now Ah, like that's the la- most ridiculous things I saw on Twitter I think they're feminists too yeah there's that new feminist thing where they're like I'm going to shave my hair off, and then I'm going to go like this and then take a picture but I'm a not naked but I'm a feminist and I'm like but you're you have a shaved pussy that's like kind of against them my bush is so big it's like I wear a hair skirt I'm I'm actually not afraid to be naked in public because you can't see anything it is a serious it's in a massive jungle of 70s bush because I was born in 1974 yeah yeah The year when Roe v. Wade, you know, finally there was like, we could have abortions the year I was born. Yeah, my parents actually chose to have me. Yay. It wasn't like a forced thing. They're like, no, actually we want this weird baby thing. Uh, So I am really afraid of what's happening in politics and especially with uh, Roe v. Wade potentially being overturned. As I let you guys know, I'm having my period right now and I woke up. Thank you. I'm not going to have a baby. I love it too. Every single time it happens, I'm like, yay, no babies. Uh, But I was wondering, I had a really painful period. And I was like, did I uh, abort the ghost of Scalia? (laughs) No. And then I thought, why is it hurt so much? What's happening? And it's because the entire Supreme Court is still inside my uterus. And they have really big benches and voluminous robes. It's a small area for a lot of people that shouldn't be inside my why do you care dude old dudes don't make me have a baby this is the thing that just cracks me up if anybody actually knew me they would be do, do not let her have a baby Like I'm a responsible adult. That's why after my DUI, I just stopped driving cars. You see, I get it. I'm gonna drink, I'm not gonna stop drinking. I'm gonna drink forever, which is why I should not have a child because I'll just ruin it and make it a terrible. Don't make me have a kid because I drink on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Thursdays and Fridays, day drinking on Saturdays. I made a choice everybody to be an alcoholic and not a mom. That's a healthy choice. (laughs) Thank you, I'm a responsible adult. Don't make me have a baby, America. Because then I'm going to need some new tools to drill some holes in my boyfriend's trunk so the baby can breathe while we're hanging out at the bar. Because unlike you, I can't afford a nanny. So you just put the baby in the trunk with a sleeping bag, and it's really safe. It's going to sleep. It's comfy. It can breathe. It's going to be okay. Don't worry. Don't make me have this baby is the point. It's going to turn five. I'm going to be at some stupid parent-teacher conference, and the teacher's going to be like, Um, your child said that you love alcohol more than it. And I'm like, this is a sippy cup filled with vodka, you dumb bitch. I don't want to be here. What are we doing here? Drunk before 10. It's a Tuesday. It's like a regular Tuesday for me, and I'm still here. Okay, then the baby, it finally, this thing turns 12, right? And it starts doing ketamine. And I'm like, who's your dealer? (laughs) You can come with me to Burning Man. We are going to have a good time. We're finally going to get to know each other. Let's talk. (laughs) Ha ha all night long and then it turns 15 and it starts doing cocaine and it teaches me if you've been doing cocaine for more than 24 hours you don't eat your boogers you smoke them (laughs) from the mouths of babes genius right finally at 17 years old it finally dies of this like um speedball heroin cocaine overdose thing and I'm like 17 years that is a 17-year late-term abortion. That is the latest late-term abortion I could have ever had. It was your choice, America, to put it through rehab four times. Not mine. I didn't want the kid in the first place. Don't make me have a baby. (laughs) Just let abortion be a thing so that we can make choices for our own bodies because, I don't know, I'm just too dumb to know about my own life. (laughs) Sorry, it's a feminist show. Yay, knock, knock. Feminism. I can get my own fucking door. Thank you. It's like the precept of feminism. It's like the thing that started it all, I think. I don't know. We're like in the fourth wave neo-post-feminist movement. I don't even know what to believe anymore. I'm just like, I don't, I just, I just want women to be paid equally for men's jobs, stuff like that. And I don't know, to be taken seriously. And I don't know, maybe to have some health care for our lady bits, you know, just so that I don't, anyway, Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthood. Good. I'm just really lucky because I'm 42 years old and I was sexually promiscuous in my early 30s and I've never had an STD. And I'm like, maybe it's because I was a Christian when I was younger. Like, I got a residual Jesus effect or something. Like, he protected me into the future. He's like, this vagina will be clean. I'm like, yes! Yes! It's not a Jesus show, it's a feminist show. I'm really excited for tonight, you guys. It's a, gonna be a really amazing show. We have a bunch of great lady comedians and men comedians that are uh, rolling through too to, to be feminists. I'm so glad you guys are all here for, to support feminism. It's gonna get weird. It's gonna be fun. Your first comedian of the night has an amazing show here on Sunday nights from six to eight pm. called the usual Suspects. Bless you. She is a sex educator which means she's gotta be a feminist because she's kind of sex workers and all kinds of toxic people. She knows more about condoms and how to put them on and, and that. She is gonna teach us right now about some feminism. Uh, listen to her show every Sunday from six to eight called The Usual Suspects, but listen to her now, everybody. It's Ivy Cordova!
3: I did not fucking know I was going first. What the fuck is up? Um, so I had to think about I had about two weeks to think about this. So I want, I had to think about what feminism meant to me because I'm a woman, but I'm also a woman of color. So, uh, yeah, like, I mean, you know, my grandmother didn't burn no bra. Like, you, you're not going to see immigrant parents talking about that shit about burning bras that we could barely afford, like, I think I come from a culture where some of my people hold their shit up with either, like, like, colorful rags, or they just have them, like, down to here, like, on fucking, um, what's that, what's that show called, oh my god, I'm blanking, it's, like, a nature show where people have, like, what's that? Naked and afraid, that's a good one, I was, I was, <laughs> i was gonna say uh national geographic i was th- i was thinking <laughs> a little younger i was like a little older than that so yeah like so it's hard it's hard to like sort of relate to um all this susan b anthony stuff and you know i thought about what feminism meant to me and the older i got and the more i saw some of uh, my culture do backwards things like um have a man pay for things uh, have um Have the man be the breadwinner. I saw those things growing up and I was just like, you know, whatever that is, I want to be the complete opposite of that. So I actually grew up in a later generation, like the older I got, more people started to do things that I realized were sort of subversive. Like when you see a lot of Filipinos, you think of a lot of Filipino nurses. That's kind of a gangster ass job now that I think about it. I didn't appreciate it because I didn't have a mom that was a nurse because she stayed home, which I'll get back to in a little bit. But Filipino nurses are gangsters. Like they have to wipe asses, give shots. You know, some of them don't even like people. They like money. And that's one of the most gangster things I can think of. I was raised by a stay-at-home mom that didn't want to be a stay-at-home mom. And I think that's a huge reason why I decided to do things like have a career and pay for my own shit and uh, not let a man talk to me the way that my dad talks to my mom, which is actually pretty nice now that I think about it. I just really think I don't like men sometimes. And um, yeah, so she pushed me to have a career. And so when I was thinking about what I wanted to be when I grew up, the only thing I wanted, the only thing I knew was that I wanted to make more than whoever I was sleeping with. Because I, I'm one of the youngest out of all my cousins. Like, my dad's, my dad's 65, and he's the youngest. I've got, a, I've got an uncle. His oldest brother is, like, in his fucking mid-90s. And you want to hear some gross-ass shit? He has a 22-year-old daughter. Like, somebody was licking some old-ass balls, which, you know, it, maybe she wants to believe that that's a feminist act, but I think, you know what, girl? You were on an island. I feel like you just didn't have a choice. And... Yeah. So, <clears throat> so I've got some like old ass cousins and, um, I was, I was raised seeing them like sort of struggle, like, man, we have no money or the guy has to make everything. You should let him pay for things. You need to just have kids. Ivy, why don't you have kids? Because I'm 10. Why don't you have kids? Ivy? Cause I'm 15. Why don't you have kids? Ivy? Well, I'm 17, but it's either abortion or college. So you kind of know which one I'm going to go. And, um, and that, w- that was one of my early lessons about fem- feminism was to not – just listen to a man I really just didn't want to listen to man like I hate when they talk to me Uh, I'm actually going through a divorce now because I made more money than him and to me it wasn't really an issue like for me I'm all about equality I am willing to do things like go out of the house work every day take Bart, get groped (laughs) giggity and do everything that I'm not supposed to do because honestly the fact is I don't fucking like cooking and cleaning and housework and all that shit you know for me like I'm just like why do I need to do that when there's tasks grab it why do I need to do anything when those things exist and I found a guy that wants to do that and fuck me score and that would have been a perfect marriage but you know what cocaine's a hell of a drug especially especially when they don't share (laughs) so feminism and another thing that I realized is a feminist act in and of itself uh, I was actually talking to somebody outside about this is the fact that I'm a sex educator I want to talk about sex Uh, I like the fact that I can be open about my love of talking about sex and weird sex and wanting to do slutty things with people that are down to do slutty things with me. I'm sorry, I don't know why I just made eye contact with you. You were eating a burrito. (laughs) And that's kind of of a feminist thing in itself because you don't see, I mean, I don't see a lot of feminist, women of color, stand-up comedian, sex educators that also have children and are open about the fact that they were accidents because their mom's a slut. (laughs) How much time do I have left? 5 min- I've got 5 minutes left that's badass. Okay, I can talk about more shit. All right. So uh, I think one of the other feminist things that I, you know, I sort of blame Sex in the City for this shit because before I would be like, especially in college, I didn't have time for any relationships. And I think this is why I'm so emotionally stunted. Uh, I had a lot of, I had like three jobs when I was in college. I worked at, I worked at Old Navy. I worked at the Exploratorium and I worked at the nightclub. And I guess I had a fourth job, which was raving and trying to act normal during business hours. And I worked worked my ass off and I really didn't have time to do anything but fuck and I was very honest about it just like you know somebody asked me out okay sure we're gonna have sex oh my god you're down like yeah I'm down because I'm probably never gonna see you again because you have a lot of other fraternity brothers I haven't gone through yet bye And I think that attitude, it didn't serve me well in high school, but it served me the fuck well in college. Fuck yeah. I wasn't, it wasn't so much that I was a bicycle. I felt like more like a trampoline, because after you, after you hit me, then you bounce, and we're both happy. So I, I actually joined a sorority in college, not because I wanted to meet guys, but because I wanted to learn how to talk to women. Uh, it... <laughs> like, I really didn't know how to talk to women. Like I'm one of those girls that has mostly male friends and it's not because I'm another one of those girls that says, man, females are drama. I kick it with guys, I'm one of the guys. I like sports, I like that. Dude, suck my dick. Honestly, I did not have a lot of female friends growing up because I was terrified to death of women. Most of the women in my family were older than me and they beat me up because again, one of the youngest of like 50 something odd cousins. And uh, I just wanted to learn how to talk to them in a way where I wasn't afraid they were gonna throw sulfuric acid in my face. So, um, but the other upside to being in a sorority was, uh, just all the exposure to a lot of dick, like a lot of dick, like being in the Greek system is just like, if you can't get laid, then you should just go cut off your dick and swallow it. I don't know where that came from. That was supposed to be something. (laughs) There was another punchline I remembered in my car and it just isn't coming to me, but it'll get, we'll get there. We'll get there. Apparently I've got like more time than I thought I was going to have. So, Humping around with people is something that I like to do, uh, especially now that I'm getting divorced, and you know, I was actually monogamous for the eight years that I was with this person, which is like half of a century, thank you, in slut years. Like, so, and you know, when I was young, (laughs) when I was in that relationship, like that was around the time that dating apps actually started, they were actually coming out. They were actually a thing. I didn't know about any of that shit because when I was single, I was meeting people on business trips or on cruises, which is a horrible idea because if they're terrible at bed and they want your pussy, they're on the same fucking boat for the next four days. It's just terrible. So yeah. So to go from, so to go from being monogamous for eight years into the era of fucking tinder it's like going to the buffet at vegas after enduring a hunger strike at guantanamo (laughs) so much slutty shit it's been awesome i feel like i feel like tiger woods like the first time i kicked a guy out of my house that i hardly knew and he was super cute on tinder but in person like have you ever met somebody that i mean i i like big guys I like strong guys like I don't like skinny dudes just because you know I've I've got big ass tits and a massive ass and I feel like I just really don't want to give anybody a hernia so (laughs) I mean like I'll fuck skinny guys too they just have to sign a waiver and so he on his Tinder profile he looked like the guy that's on the uh, bounty wrapper. Right, like that buff-ass fucking paper towel guy, which makes sense because I assumed he was gonna wipe something up. Uh, when he came to my house, tell me why this mother—tell <laughs> me why this motherfucker looked like. Professor Snape from Harry Potter, if he was in his third semester, th- third semester, third trimester, I just fucked that joke up. He was hella big. And again, like I said, I like big guys. I like, like bearded guys. I like guts. I like dad bods. Like, I want Seth Rogen to fuck my face. Like, I love big guys. Like, fuck. But, you know, there was just, there's a little much, especially when, um, when their tits are bigger than yours. Like, And it's hard for me to ever admit that to somebody because look at me. Look, dude, look. They're huge, right? Like, you can say it. It's, good. it's not harassment. I'm a feminist. And so he, it was crazy. And he insisted that he be on top because he had back problems. You guys, you guys ever, you guys ever, um, the guys in this room, like, when a girl, like, rides you, have you ever, like, been hit in the face with her tits and you kind of get smothered? It's kind of nice, right? You know what? It's not so fucking nice when you're the girl and you're on the bottom. <laughs> on the upside, I mean. <laughs> I am a sex educator, and I am a helpful person, so from what I told him, from one triple D to another, I think we found the cause of your back problems. <laughs> am I good to go? Yeah, one more it. oh, yes, yes, yes. And so, uh, let's see here, <laughs> I know I have another slut joke. Oh, so, I guess this isn't so much a joke about being a slut as it is a joke about my ex-husband. I just I don't even know what this has to do with feminism, I'm just gonna tell you, because you know what, I'm on fire and I wanna fucking talk shit. So, here we go. So an artist kind of like you know I do I do comedy like uh, I do improv I do some other things and my ex-husband is a he's a painter he's a writer he's a musician and you know even when we first split up we were like always super supportive of each other's art because you know we're both in San Francisco we're both kind of trying to make that work uh, but I realized I found out from some of my friends that he was using his SoundCloud account to make up songs about me and I'm not opposed to being the subject of a fucked up song because some of the best songs are like talk shit about their own exes like these hoes ain't loyal or uh, you ought to know or even I don't fuck with you you little stupid ass bitch I ain't fucking with you like I could dance to that you know what I mean and then I listened to my husband my ex-husband soundcloud and I was like fuck dude like it made me really depressed it was like incredibly fucked up I mean not what he was saying in the song because it was all true but I it made me question what kind of fucked up Subpar pussy must I have to inspire this auto-tuned, fucking nasty ass shit? Like I was so offended, I was just like, "I've you know I've heard hold music that's more entertaining than this." And so the recent song that he co- that he wrote about me was called "Sick Burn." Apparently, he based it on my Twitter feed. <laughs> Touche, right? I was just like, I get it. I kind of get it. It's kind of a sick burn. And, you know, instead of getting mad, I really thought about how I was going to respond, if I was going to respond. And I thought, you know what? I'm just going to let myself be flattered because no matter what, even if it's a song, it's an honor to have something in your name, especially when you're done having kids because you kind of decide that you like purses better. So (laughs) I decided I listened to Sick Burn a few more times. I'm going to create a remix I mean I grew up in the 80s and 90s our, our generation invented the remix right so the remix that I invented is going to be called rug burn which is the basically the remix is going to be all of my sex sounds with everybody that I'm meeting on tinder on a loop while sick burn plays in the background my name is ivy guys thank you so much
2: I realized that I forgot to sing the song before we got started. So we have to sing the song. If you know how it goes, sing along with me. If you don't, you'll get used to it and you'll, you'll catch on. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse, comedy. Clubhouse. Comedy. Clubhouse. Together we will bring our jokes up. High, 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 high. My Walker OG's the best. Pochi OG. Y Comedy Clubhouse. You want to come inside my clubhouse? Yeah. Yay! You've already been inside Ivy's clubhouse. That was an awesome yeah. set. Clap one more time for Ivy Cordova. Yay! Yay! We are keeping this feminist train trucking along. Uh, your next comedian is... Uh, she's one of my favorite people in the whole world. It's it's, it's, it's hard to cho- choose before YouTube, I'm going with Valeska first. She has the best, it's you first. She has the best calves in the biz. She is the most energetic and amazing person ever. She has the most beautiful voice. You never know what's gonna happen when she's up here. She's my favorite loose cannon of all time. Everybody put your hands together for Valeska! <laughs>
4: Wow, I didn't realize how boring I was after listening to you. I really was just planning on coming up here and talking hell shit about the skank-ass feminists that I've ran into in my life, but I'm going to start by saying that I just recently got called a turf. If you guys know what that is, a trans-exclusive radical feminist. That was by my... Yeah, by my recent uh, ex-BFF, my best fucking fag, I had to dump him (laughs) because he started, like, getting weird in the car. He'd put his hand on my thigh and be like, have you ever thought of dating a trans woman? And, like, he doesn't even do drag anymore. He has leather jeans and shit, and he's, like, clean-shaven cut. He's just... And I just... No, what? And he's just... have you you really thought about dating a trans woman I'm like no and it slowly started he'd invite me to his house and be like come over to my house it's a safe place for a woman to be and he'd be like I got the whole DVR of a Dr. Quinn medicine woman isn't that what lesbians do together they watch Dr. Quinn medicine women and fondle each other you know women and I'm like no lesbians don't watch Dr. Quinn medicine women they beat the shit out of each other I don't know maybe you do this kind of shit but then he just started going nutty with like his tit he had this thing about his tits he'd start shimmying him them at me just shaking them being like uh let me just get this like putting his breasts in my face I'd be sitting there and he'd be let me just get this over here and it just got really weird right and then he just started like jacking off and like me, I'm like dude this gotta stop right so I blocked him on all social media and da 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 but I forgot I was in this one chat group with him he had added me to a bunch of fags just talking shit and stupid shit and I checked it and one of our friends said hey I heard you're not friends with Lesk anymore because you were jerking off to her and he he posts this picture. He said, "Ew!" and he posts a picture of a feminist with a sign and said turf. And I say, you little bitch, you jacking I get called an, a trans, and now that means I don't like trans women jerking off to me. <laughs> He's a faggot. He's a faggot <laughs> that can't get a date with a cis woman. This little shit fucks. Somebody called me edgy, I'm hardcore San Francisco, a lot of people don't know what goes on in the gay community, that's shit. Well, I'm gonna say, okay, so this is what I wanna talk shit about, these motherfucking feminist bitches that made my life a living hell, okay? I'm talking, when I was a young stud, young, (laughs) about 2001, 2002, I moved to Oakland from the big city of San Jose to the big city of Oakland. And I was looking for a job. I got called in for a job interview somewhere in the Embarcadero. It was doing like liquor promotions, throwing out swag and shit, real easy shit. So I went over. They made me wait outside for about an hour. They kept calling me and saying, can you wait? Are you waiting out front? I'm like, yeah, I'm waiting. But I'm real chipper and fucking positive bitch, right? I'm like, whatever. So I finally get there. It was this really nice building. And I get in. There's these four chicks there. And they're like... They were just standing there like, we are the lesbians of San Francisco, and we don't like you. And I was just, I thought I was going for a job interview, being like happy, throwing out liquor and booze shit. And I was like, what the fuck? And they're like, you're a whore. And They're like, we're feminists and we're genderqueer. You're a goddamn whore. They were so mean and scary. And I ran back to Oakland. I was sad. I really was scary. Okay. So I got a little, she was shaken up, but you know, whatever. So I started coming to San Francisco and becoming acclimated with the feminist genderqueer culture. Like going to the Lexington lesbian bar where I walked in there and they're all, Get that fucking thing out of here! Get it! What the fuck is that thing? Get that thing! No, you can't come in here. And like they would let my straight guy friends in there and they'd be like, Why can't she come in there? She just is! She is not welcome here! It! That thing! No! I can't look at it! They would call me it. These feminine It! And this is just a side note. The only people who refer to me as it or that thing have been feminists and comedians. <laughs> comedians are like, what the, what the fuck are you? What the fuck? Are you a man or a woman? What are you going to? Blah, 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 blah. Okay, I don't really understand these people. But so I started going, you know, years come by. I started recognizing these four chicks at that one job interview and two of them. I recognize because they had this gallery down on market and like no way over there It was called the Femina Potens Gallery. I don't know if you guys guys are old school. Do you remember that shit? They would have like art shows. They would call it art. It was genderqueer, sex positive. I mean, you should know about this. Sex positive fucking show. So what they would do. There was these there's two I recognized from the job interview, Jez Lee, Jezebel Lee and Sid Blackovich. And they were like a couple. So what they would do at these art shows, performance art they would call it, they would fist each other and both holes like they cut each other and drink shots of each other's blood and then fist each other and both both holes and like color performance art there's a feminist movement hair blowing the hair blowing in the wind photo shot come fucking gender queers, sex movement bullshit whatever so they were at this and that and I looked it up Sid Blackovich one of the fisters was also an MMA fighter She started fights with me. These motherfucking bitches would start fights with me at like the cat club, at bars and shit. I I got in a fight with Sid Blackovich. I beat her too. And she's like a professional MMA because I was like, what the fuck I'm fighting for my life here. I was like... (laughs) My hands started spinning. I couldn't even see them. I like, was like cr- creating chi balls full of energy, just throwing them at her. I, she got her head through, but I don't know what the fuck. But my favorite was Jez Lee. She's kind of famous. She's like won awards for getting fisted and shit. She's all traveling Europe and. Fucking bitches on the cover of Curve magazine, and she's just, she's just like it. I ran into her once. My favorite fight with her was at the bar on Church when it used to be called that. I was making out with my sweet girlfriend. See, I don't date lesbians because of this bullshit. They're fucking nasty. It's like I was talking to this chick online and she's like "Oh, let's go out. Everything was great until she's like, nothing would turn me on more than to break your legs or to see them to the point of breaking. And I was like what the fuck? She's like, I'm a nurse I can get you pain pills I just want to break your legs and I was like, bitch, you crazy and I posted all over Facebook. I said, this bitch want to break my legs. She says she want to go on a date. And then she's like, I appreciate you not posting our business on Facebook I'm like, bitch, you ain't no, this is how these lesbians, this is why I don't fuck with lesbians they they're fucking nuts donkey punching didn't know about that if you don't know what that is it's illegal in UFC fighting that's how I learned from the feminist gender queer lesbian community what the fuck that is cuz it happened to me right before the woman has an orgasm you knock her at right here it's called rabbit punching cuz it kills rabbits you knock it out in the back of the head so she unconscious apparently it makes the hole tighter Around the leg dick, which I don't understand, but this is very common amongst lesbians. I've even been talking to gay guys, they're like, You're the fifth lesbian I've heard talking about that today. Da-da-da-da-da. Why are lesbians always talking about donkey punch? I said, like, Because they do it. They're fucking psychopaths. These bitches are psycho. Another note. I once met a little gay guy outside of a bar once. He's like, excuse me, I couldn't help but overhear you talking. My mother always told me lesbians are horrible, horrible people and to stay away from them. He was so sweet and sincere. He said, I never wanted to believe her. I never wanted to believe her. I said, you stay the fuck away from lesbians. They are horrible people. Horrible, horrible people. Okay, I they are, okay. It's okay, I probably <laughs> fucked your straight girlfriend. That's how I roll, that's how it works out for me. But anyway, Jezebel, this little bitch, Jizzly, they call her, cause she's known for her squirting and shit. She started to fight with me once on the bar on church over there. I was making out with my sweet girlfriend and I see a fist come flying at the back of her head. I said, so what the hell, I grabbed the fist. I said, honey, get over there. And it was Jezebel Lee, famous genderqueer porn star, feminist, activist. And she, like, got on the phone. She's like, yeah, it's here. I'm going to take her down. I'm like, what, this bitch? I'm like, okay. And she, like, comes up and hits me three times in the face. I'm like, bitch, you called out a fight? And so I grabbed her by her neck, and I was waving her around. I, threw, I wiped the bar clean with this bitch. I had her down. I had cut her down. and I was kicking her in the teeth with my boot. I kept kicking her, kicking her, kicking She wouldn't, she just kept taking it, taking it. And I was like, whatever. I started singing into making jokes. And I was like, da, 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 whatever. Talking to my ballerina girlfriend and shit. Then I looked down and I see Jezebel. She got on like top of a. Chair or some shit was looking at me all crazy. She jumped down and got on her knees and she slid in like a rock star down on her knees, slid in. I was standing there and she grabbed my ass cheeks like this. I mean, I have my pants on, I'm fully closed. She slides in like a rock star and pulls b- apart my ass cheeks, looking into my asshole. <laughs> like, I'm like, look, what the fuck? She was violently pulling my ass cheeks apart, looking into my butthole. Like, what the fuck? Kind What kind of fighting move is that? You hate somebody, it's a it, it's a it. You're so ugly, you're so ugly. You're like looking and pulling their asshole apart. I'm like, what the fuck do you expect to come out of this? Some candy corn bitch. And I, I just grabbed her again and picked her up and threw this bitch. Look her ass up, Jez Lee, little bitch, got hair. All those dykes had that little hairdo like a duck's ass. Little fucking quaff shit, all those bitches. I'm so glad Gavin Newsom actually bought out the Lexington and turned it into that fireplace bar. Whatever, those guys like me. I actually met Mark Leno because I was standing behind Gavin Newsom once and I was going, huh. <laughs> <laughs> and this dude over here was like, <laughs> and I kept going, oh, this guy thinks it's hilarious. And my friend was like, that's Mark Leno, but let's go, stop it. So Mark Leno was a hella cool. He hella down with to Gavin Newsom. So yeah, Gavin Newsom t- t- drove the lesbians out. That's my lesbian feminist bullshit, okay? Thank you.
2: Lesbian free thinker, Valeska, everyone. I told you she was gonna blow your mind. Are you guys okay? Yes. She is a lesbian. It's like it's like black people using the N word. They're allowed to do it. They're allowed to I can't I can't make fun of lesbians. I can't do it. I don't even know what they do. I love what they do, man. I always I I had one friend uh, who I almost, God, I almost slept with her. She had like nine dildos. She tried to like get me. She was like, we, we used to do cocaine together and we'd hang out at her house and she was like, Pam, you know I have a strap on. And I'm like, of course you do, you're a lesbian. And she's like, would you like to see my dildo collection? And I'm like, yeah, we're high as fuck. Let's do that. And like she almost got, I mean, she almost got, she almost turned the sides of the batting, the whole thing. Wow. Uh, but my favorite thing is that she would wear this dick. She's a big um, photographer person. She like did like big things where they'd, they all set it up and the famous people come and then someone else takes the pictures, but she's the one who organizes it. I don't know, art director, blah, 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 blah. Anyways, when she had like a really cool thing, she would wear her softy dick. So it's like a strap-on, but instead of a hard dick like you fuck a lady with, it's like a soft dick, like a dude just walking around. Cause she'd be like just having her dick and they had the balls and she just liked it cause it made her feel like, and she'd wear it when she was like, I'm gonna have to do a Tyra Banks today, I gotta wear my dick. You know, cause like it, I mean, and that's the thing is I considered getting one of these, like just to walk around with it. I'm like, yeah, I'd like to have a dick. I mean, I feel like I have a dick sometimes when I have the baby blub diaper in just cause it's filling up my underwear so much that it could be like I was sitting on a dick or tucking balls. I don't, I don't know. I'm a feminist uh, who thinks a lot about dicks. Uh, before we bring up the next comedian, uh, I will talk about my butthole just for a second. Uh, I I don't like getting banged from behind because I feel like he's looking at it because it's really fluffy. I haven't had a baby, but uh, my my butthole looks like someone threw a hand grenade into a deli. It's meaty. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> Hemorrhoids are gross. It's like a bunch of worms trying to escape a hungry robin. It is. It is not a morning. It is not the morning delight that you're thinking of. Yeah, all these people talk about all these rim jobs now. I'm like, I would never let anyone get anywhere near the, the crash zone. Like, why would anyone want to get near the crash site? It's all hairy and weird. No idea. The things, Sexuality keeps changing, you know. Like, nobody tried to put their balls in my mouth until 2005. What the fuck happened? Like, no one even tried to touch my butthole until 2002. Why did ass get on the menu in 2002 and then all of a sudden there's balls in my mouth? One time, I drank too much wine and there were balls in my mouth. And I threw up in my mouth, but I re-swallowed and he didn't even know. (laughs) That's before I believed in feminism because I wanted him to like me. (laughs) So, I was like, just take it, Pam. Just take it. Just swallow, don't let him know. Too much Charles Shaw. It's gonna be okay. Sorry, we're grossing you guys out tonight. I didn't know feminism could be this disgusting. You know there's gonna be like abortion and period talk. Come on, you knew it. Uh, do you guys want, do you want a him or do you wanna, you are you, are you are you packing at the, are you clipping at the jaw? I can't even think of any cliches right now. What's it called when you're like trying to, you chomping at the bit. I'm like clamping at the claw. I don't even know what that one is. Clamming at the jam. I wish I've got to smoke some weed. So are you, are you chomping? Are you chomping? You ready red to go? All right, your next comedian. She is wearing a really great feminist T-shirt. She's also a hilarious person. She's my co-host every Wednesday on the AltaCast, which is like a socialist feminist news program. She's super amazing. You guys are going to love her. Everybody, LaToya, the sheriff of truth, win!
1: Chomping, talking about chomping, pussy. Um, and I'm, I'm talking about eating as well. Um, yes, so looking up the definition of what feminism is, I found out, because most people don't know what the definition is. So showing a titty on Instagram means that you're a feminism, or a feminist titty. Or if I uh, post something like, yeah, I'm going to show my ass. I'm a feminist. (laughs) Wait, hold on. (laughs) Uh i got to have the tongue out. I'm a feminist. But thank God I did not grow up in this generation, because I learned my feminist ways from fucking my whole days. I appreciate being a hoe because being a hoe is one way to find that you are a feminist. Coming from the Catholic background that I used to come from. Catholicism turned you out, by the way. If you ever got turned out, join the Catholic Church. Um, so I, I started fucking a lot uh, when I was 23 and it lasted until I was 33. That was two years ago. <laughs> and I realized that um, that was my reason to walk into feminism, because like, can't nobody tell me what to do? I'm sitting on it. Don't tell me. Shut the fuck up.
5: I ain't done yet.
1: Because <laughs> it's my time, my time to ride it. It's time to eat it. And if I want to suck it, it's my, well, I don't know. Not tonight, (laughs) uh, it smells cheesy. (laughs) Actually, yeah, it does smell cheesy. But feminism is basically the advocacy of women looking for equal opportunity amongst a male population. Very, Very basic, right? So I'm Kim Kardashian any of those hoes on Instagram whatever they hoes how how they get famous hoeing we seen it we seen it so I was like you know what there is a difference between you know the Atlanta Moore sets of what I grew up in 96 compared to the hoism of Instagram now so let me break it down don't date usher <laughs> don't hang around r kelly he gonna pee on you and then you're gonna go join his cult and drink the kool-aid oh, man. so um it's not women by the way it's not women that's ever spreading the stds it's y'all nasty niggas that are so nasty just just don't cover up. So speaking of burning, Aww. yeah, buddy. Let's get into it, shall we? <laughs> Let it burn. <laughs> These are my confessions. I got a confession for you. Oh, <laughs> uh, you nasty. <laughs> there was green shit chopping out of his dick. You want to talk about feminism? The opposite of it is that nasty ass nigga. And people were talking about, someone mentioned Magic Johnson. I'm like, no, he has AIDS, different, special. He bought a movie theater. And then what did Usher give give us? Justin Bieber. (laughs) Let it burn. These are my confessions. I didn't do it. He did. But you know, there's still ratchet ass women that will, and men, that will, let, let's, look he sleeps with dudes too. Let's not get it twisted. Um, that will still, you know, let it burn for him. You know, because women are stupid. And um, yes, yeah, women are stupid, but men are dumber. And, the, and let me break it down again. Um, breaking it down to why men are dumb, because you know that you have what you have. So rather than protect yourself, let it burn, um, you rather just be off with every other kind of female. And stupid girl's like, oh yeah, I slept with Usher, yeah. Well, bitch, you burn too. <laughs> but you know who's burning motherfuckers more than Usher? Trumpito, our lord and savior, the new Jim Jones. Oh, drink the Kool-Aid, you guys. Come on. It's so good. It's fruity. It's tangy. That healthcare care got murdered like my vagina. Actually, my vagina didn't get murdered. That's false accusations. No, it got murdered and slaughtered. And everyone's talking about um, Raise the Roof McCain. By the way, McCain can't raise the roof because he got his shoulders crushed <laughs> in Vietnam. So tell next time you see that nigga John McCain, tell him to raise the roof. He can't. <laughs> Ooh. Um, he got slaughtered. They got well, basically the Republican Party got slaughtered. Then they're talking about McCain and they're giving that raise the roof guy uh, all the you know the the glam and the glory. But it was two women. Um. Susan Collins from me, Lisa (laughs) Marikova from Alaska, Marikowski, but no one's talking about them. So I had a moment as I'm watching this unfold when I'm in the bathroom masturbating. This is for real, by the way, I was drunk last night and I was in the bathtub masturbating and I was watching CNN, weird sight to think about, seriously, and my batteries died. (laughs) No, but my bodies came alive when I found out. I'm like, oh, it failed. <laughs> just like my oh. attempt <laughs> to things. Um, but yeah, but everyone's like, yeah, McCain, he, he's a maverick. Yeah, woo, tough guy. Woo, yeah, Sarah Palin, remember that? <laughs> he brought you guys that. Um, real feminist. Um, but but you didn't hear very much about susan collins and lisa marikowski i'm saying her name wrong but whatever <laughs> nothing it was like oh he's a real maverick yeah he has this big thing on his eye now because he has cancer yeah and i was like nigga you need some makeup <laughs> he's on camera i'm like you need susan to help you out because you just have this big ass thing that is like i voted nay And I'm like, and where is your cover, girl? (laughs) Mm. I'm being, yeah, I'm being vain. I don't give a fuck. They're vain toward us, whatever. But it was very disappointing, because I'm not a Republican. Um, I'm a Democrat. And that's the way I voted, always. But I come from a family where you always become independent. You vote either way. That means you don't vote Republican because the cuntiest ones are in the Republican party, but not after last night's. Let it burn, (laughs) Usher. So we saw the real true confessions last night in the Senate. So the best thing to do is make the whole Republican party into an Usher party. Or an R. Kelly party? Like, who would you like to piss on? That could be a contest. Like, seriously. Like, who would you like to have in your sex cult Republican party if R. Kelly was there? Like, who would you like? <laughs> Let it burn.
5: <laughs>
1: These are my confessions.
5: I'm not, yeah. Yeah!
1: He calls his wife mother, Ill. <laughs> Ill. No mother, don't. Don't. Have you seen the original Psycho by the way? He calls Mother, no, don't. <laughs> Ew. Can you just picture that? No one's burning there. No one's not even fucking there. Weird. What would you like? Like who?
6: I don't even know. Yeah. They all nasty.
1: <laughs> they all stink. I bet you that breath stink too. <laughs> Ew, there's nothing worse to a woman, by the way, than ass stank and breath stank. If you're getting, because sometimes us women, we're the ones after a late night hanging out at a bar and you see that person, uh, 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 and you know, like, I'm bored, I'm gonna fuck this person tonight, whatever. (laughs) And you're like, okay, you go to that person's place or. They come to yours, mostly you go to theirs because you don't want them to know your address. Uh. Rape. Uh, <laughs> and something happens. He breathes on you, or she breathes on you. And you're like, okay. This just down <laughs> south. We don't have these, but. <laughs> <laughs> that just went down south. And obviously, that person's not going down south, so. But, um, (laughs) but I, again, I learned my true feminist, feminist ways from intercourse, hardcore sex. I grew up in the Catholic church and I rebelled like a motherfucker. I lost count. Meaning loss count in how many sins that I could repent from. And I'm going to hell. And thou shalt not never, ever know where I do or what I say. But I'm not Usher. Let it burn. These are my confessions that you guys will never know. And you will never know if I ever burned anybody. Actually, I never burned anybody because I'm not Usher. But I'm going to leave you on this note, this happy note. Um, Today was a good day, because everything failed. And seeing the Republican Party fail is just ha, 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 ha. I want to smoke a big cigar in the Rose Garden, too. And I actually would like to see that stick up, right up (laughs) Monica Lewinsky's dress again, (laughs) because she was my actually true feminist back in 1998. I bought that Gap dress. (laughs) I'm going to leave it at that. If you guys don't know, Google that shit. I'm out.
2: <laughs> Political feminist Latoya the Sheriff of Truth win! Yes. I was actually I was actually hoping that um Melania Trump would come out as a as a feminist. And uh, I, I don't think she's gonna do that. She's kind of in this sort of third wife eyes down position right now. She's kind of like, she's kind of like the anti-feminist. She's like, no, no, I'm a, I'm a trophy. But I'd love if she would stand up for herself and say, I am a trophy wife, and I don't want to be a trophy wife anymore because I've picked up. Bullying is my campaign, and my husband is a bully, and I'm going to divorce him because he doesn't value people as people, and I'm a person too. I'm not just, but then she realizes that no one listens to you unless you're skinny and pretty, and then she goes and vomits in the bathroom again. You're next. (laughs) School, school, she's just the first lady. She's really, really pretty. She's also 43 years old. She's a year older than me. Oh, she's 40, no way. Uh, I I thought that she, was. But I'm no 47. That's oh my god. Well, she's 46. Now. She hasn't turned yet. Cause then I was born in '70. She hasn't turned yet. That's. She was in a really cool girl on girl on girl porn that was like a of maxi, like a Playboy porn from like the late '80s, early '90s, when she was really hot. <laughs> she's still. Anyways, uh, I don't know what to think. I don't. I don't know why the whole all, all of the world is. It. Well, I mean, I do understand why Donald Trump is the way that he is. Uh, because he doesn't think women are people because he used to own beauty pageants! <laughs> women aren't people, they're objects meant to strut around on stage and talk about world peace and <laughs> sucking decks with my perfect mouth and my very high cheekbones. I got a rib removed so I can be skinnier because I'm a feminist. <laughs> Yay! Because the way that I look, again, people only listen to you if you're skinny and pretty. That's what I learned in America. Yay! Eating disorders. (laughs) It's okay. I can make fun of people with eating disorders because I used to have one too. One out of every four women uh, in the United States actually have an eating disorder, which I think is very interesting. And I was hoping that Melania would pick up as her you know, first lady thing, bulimia. But not like anti bulimia. I was hoping that she would actually be pro bulimia because it will make all those kids such great consumers because they'll consume four times the amount of food. And then I was hoping that she'd really be known as an environmentalist because she's going to teach them to vomit into the composting. You know, reuse, regurgitate, recycle, make new plants. Everything's going to be okay. Yes! This is a feminist show. Your next comedian she is another feminist she is uh, I'm have you go Maddie she is a beautiful wonderful young lady who's incredibly intelligent and you guys are gonna love her jokes everybody clap right now for Madison Dunnitz yay
0: oh my god that would have been the perfect campaign for her Really though, I think I need her to stay with him because can you imagine a single Donald Trump as president? It's so much worse, right? Like you didn't know it could get worse, but it can. It can get worse. Could be the first lady. Oh. <laughs> I vomit. <laughs> be a widow really fast. That'd so be cool. <laughs> Probably shouldn't say that on the radio, huh? Um, oops, what are you gonna do? Actually though, um, speaking of that, I was so excited last Valentine's Day. It was like the most feminist Valentine's Day of my life. I got laid, Scalia died, it was the best fucking day. And now here we are a year later, only, only Scalia could like fuck us over with his death as well as his life. Like, did you see that coming? We would not be in this situation if he hadn't died. <sighs> so, like, he just, he took being an asshole to, like, a whole nother level. <laughs> like, his ghost is blocking my vagina. <laughs> absurd. Uh, um, hmm. I like to do my own form of feminism. It's kind of like a... Scientific feminism. I spend a lot of time evaluating men. Like, uh, you know, like I like to run an experiment with like a couple different versions, maybe a control. Um, (laughs) Record the results. Determine what's the best. So, like, I do the same thing to dudes a lot. Just to, like, compare how they react. Like, um, anytime anyone asks me for nudes, I'll send them a spinner gif, you know? And just, like, wait and see how long it takes them to respond because that really like shows their intelligence. <laughs> like, you know, there's the guy who after like 20 seconds is like, fuck you. And then there's the guy who after five minutes is like, what the hell? You know, like that guy's way dumber. <laughs> 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 that guy just stared at his phone for five minutes. <laughs> so like, easy to rule him out or uh, what else do I do? Oh, I, <laughs> well, this is, This isn't a test, I just do this. I leave tampons behind after every one-night stand. (laughs) Like, just like paying it forward, you know, to the next girl. (laughs) You never know when you're gonna need them. Yeah, so like, any dude I hook up with, I hide tampons somewhere in his bathroom. (laughs) Got like a trail of breadcrumbs. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, so, uh, yeah. But also, like, I like to encourage everyone to have tampons, because like, really, if you don't, it's 2017, like, fuck you. Uh, You have toilet paper? Less than 50% of your guests are gonna take a shit, but you still, you cover them, you know? At least 50% of your guests are gonna get periods. Let's just show some respect for basic bodily functions. Pam got tampons in here, cause she's great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's true. Um, or, so sometimes I'll experiment on them by like, I'll leave a pair of earrings behind to like see how they react, you know? Um, I had one guy. He was already on thin ice because on like the third date, he tried to invite me to t- invite Oh, I'm sorry. He tried to introduce me to 10 of his friends and I was like, what the fuck? But I had like slept with him on the second date. So I needed my earrings back. <laughs> and he was like, oh, I found your earrings. I kept them at my house. And I was like, really? Fuck you. Like, that's such a dick move. It's like, you knew I wasn't going to like you enough to like go home with you again. So you just held on to my earrings, like holding them hostage. Rude. So I really, I taught him a lesson. We had sex one more time so I could get my earrings back, but then I never spoke to him again. (laughs) So I think I won that round, (laughs) maybe. Um, Yeah, or like one dude, one dude brought them to my house. Like, that was really considerate. And then we had sex, and that was good too. Like, and I'm still having sex with him. So that is the the answer, if you guys are looking for the correct answer of what to do with earrings. Um, hmm. I guess a different guy... Also, like, held on to them, but I was already planning on having sex with him again, so I, like, wasn't as angry about it. But, maybe that tells you more about me than him in that version. I don't know. Um, But really, like, I think all of life should be an experiment. Like, it's so fucked up that you're not allowed to experiment on children. Like, you just... So fucked up, you guys. Um, No, really. Like, you are allowed to do to a certain point, pretty much whatever you want to your own children. Like, that's how the world works. We we decided we didn't want to interfere that much, it's too complicated to decide what was okay, so like, you know, don't leave any marks and we'll call it a day. It's fucked up, but true. Anyways, so you can do anything, but the second you start to record it, the second you start to try to learn from it, that's when it's illegal. When you're trying to gain knowledge to like become a better parent even. Yeah, like that's what's illegal. It's like they don't want you to succeed. <laughs> like I feel like if I was allowed to experiment by like the fourth one, I could get a solid kid. <laughs> like you'd have to have a lot of kids to get there, but like if you, you know, you could, you could get there. The, the first couple, ooh, but yeah, whatever. <laughs> that's how it was gonna go anyways. Um, I wrote down something but I can't remember what. Oh, sometimes I get really cold. Like at pretty much every open mic or show I go to, I'm cold. I'm not wearing a jacket right now, but that's only because another comedian told me it makes people uncomfortable when you wear a jacket. So you're welcome. I'm a little chilly. A lot of times what I'll do is I'll go to the bathroom and do jumping jacks really fast for like a minute straight to try to warm up. <laughs> and I do this a lot at bars. And I'm always nervous that someone's just like standing outside of the bathroom being like, what the hell is she doing in there? Just like. <laughs> 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 so yeah, that's my dirty little secret. Um hmm. I'm white, (laughs) what's up? I don't think you should clap for that. (laughs) I don't think that's what we're supposed to do. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I, uh, growing up, like wasn't as aware of that. Uh, See. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Um, Yeah, I grew up in Minnesota where everyone is like really, really white. And my dad's Jewish, and in comparison, he seems brown, (laughs) so (laughs) I grew up thinking that I was at least half brown. (laughs) My parents found out when um, I was six, six years old, guys, six years old, and I asked my dad what it was like to have to sit at the back of the bus, because we had learned about Rosa Parks. He's definitely also not that old, (laughs) but like, you know, that's hard for a six-year-old to figure out (laughs) The other part should have probably gotten that one on my own. So they were worried. they were really worried (laughs) Um, but you know like now that i'm here in san francisco I'm like coming to be more aware of my like white girl privilege you know, um for example I have like 13 verbal warnings you guys (laughs) No tickets Like, let's not pretend like I'm a good driver. Um, I promised myself when I turned 25 I would stop crying when I got pulled over because I just, I felt like it wasn't, like, the feminist thing to do. (laughs) Like, it just, it didn't feel right. Wow, he liked that joke. But I didn't know what to do, so I just stopped driving. Like, that that was the solution. But now I have a new answer, you guys. You know what I'm going to do the next time I'm pulled over? I'm going to tell the cop assuming it's a man, but, like, most of the time I've been pulled over, it has been, so, like, I feel pretty safe, just so we're clear. Uh, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. I just, like, I'm getting my period, and I had to get home to put a tampon in. I'm going to, like, freak out on him and be like, like, I've, I'm wearing white underwear. I really like these pants. Can you see any red yet? Like, there's no way I'm getting a ticket. I'm sad. Thank you. Yeah, Why? Oh, that's true. That's true. I was like, but you're a woman. You've got this. You still, you have a period. (laughs) You're right. Um, for, (laughs) I'm sorry. Um, yeah. But now I I feel like I should take advantage of this white privilege and like, um, I don't know, auction it off to the highest bidder. (laughs) Why not? Right? Like, uh, drug smuggling is probably out because of Orange is the New Black. Like, (laughs) I think they ruined that one for me, fucking Piper. But, um, you know who could really use a white girl? Isis. (laughs) Think about it. Think about how effective Isis could be if they had a white girl. (laughs) Let's go with effective, you know, like, don't dwell on the details. But. Ah, the efficiency, sky high. Uh, <laughs> lucky for all of us, they're too sexist, so like, feminism for the win again! <laughs> um, Yeah, okay, I'm gonna like, wrap it up with either a rape joke or a masturbating joke. You guys decide.
5: <laughs>
0: rape? Okay, thanks. It's mostly for all the dudes here. How do you guys feel about rape culture? Just boo, just boo. That's all you gotta do. Woo, good answer, good answer. You should, you should fucking hate it. You know why? Because rapists and rape culture are cock blocking you. Like, you could be having way more sex if women weren't afraid of getting raped. Just saying. Like, Alright, thank you. That's
2: my feminism. Madison it everyone, keep it going for her. She brought up so many excellent points. Uh, one, the, ISIS is the CIA, so you have no problem getting in there as a white person. There's lots of white people in ISIS, because they're all CIA. Uh, they just have a lot of makeup on or something, or paying people, I don't know. Uh, also, number two, when you get pulled over, uh, and I've actually used the excuse, and men can use this too, but it probably won't work as well. Um, I told the cop once, and it was true, I'm getting a herpes outbreak and it's starting to blister right now. And if I don't get to pay less to get my drugs in like 10 minutes, I'm gonna have herpes for 10 days. Do you understand how badly I need my Valtrex? We just, we need to stop. He was like, you are going a little fast. I'm like, I need to get there before 10 o'clock when they close. Uh, but I cried, I still did the crying, crying works. Crying and herpes together, really effective combination for the cops, really good stuff. Uh, I don't remember. You brought up so many wonderful things. I just, yeah, clap again, everybody. Madison It's yay! All right. I am excited for your next comedian. She is going to do a big, long, healthy set. 20 minutes, you want to do 20? Is that okay? Is that, you can do 20. Come on now. You go, you go till you finish, girl. Like a feminist. You go till you finish. You, you finish it. It's not like, not like that with like, finisher. But more like, what was that, Mortal Kombat? (laughs) Finish him! (laughs) Did he say finish her if it was the girl with the blonde hair, or was it always finish him? It was always finish him, yeah, because it's a sexist game. They all are. You know, my favorite sexist game uh, was, I loved Chun-Li, because whenever she won, she did that cute little Asian giggle, like, (laughs) Like, she kicks your ass, and then she's like, I'm a girl! I'm like, but we make fun of women and we do Asian stereotypes at the same time. Yeah! (laughs) Video games are awesome! I also uh, enjoy it's hard to watch 12-year-olds watch Grand Theft Auto because of the radio stations they choose and shooting uh, prostitutes in the face. I don't, like, I don't like that. Sorry, I don't like that game very much. It's like a game where you can just go around and shoot specifically prostitutes in the face. I'm like, I don't like what image, what, what message we're sending to 12-year-old boys who are playing. 12-year-old boys aren't playing. Yeah, they are. 10 year old boys are playing that game. That's okay, we can all hate women together. Your next comedian is gonna make you laugh so hard. I am super, super excited. Clap your hands in a wild, slappy like motion for Evelyn Eerie Diamond! Hello, hello. All
6: right. How's everybody doing? Good? Just so you guys know, that's something comedians do to run down their time. Let's give it up for Pam. That's good, that's good. Speaking of ISIS, I was wondering like, do you think there is a suicide hotline for ISIS? (laughs) Do you think it's just like, okay, do it, doing a great job, doing a great job, go, doing a great job? I don't know, I don't know, I just made that up. Um, Oh my God, did you guys hear that uh, there's a new uh, gonorrhea I don't know if you guys heard about this. Did you hear about the new gonorrhea? Uh, not only can you get it by giving and receiving, well, giving, receiving one of those, blow job, either I guess, um, but you, there is no uh, antibiotics for it. What? Yeah, kinda kind of makes you miss your ye old gonorrhea, huh? Doesn't it? Yeah, or you just go get the pill and four days I'll be better, baby, it's okay. I don't know, I don't know. Um, so, I was curious, does anybody know exactly how hot a motherfucker is? Because um, it's always a little hotter than a motherfucker. Have you noticed this? Um, I don't know, I noticed this. Um, so, feminists, we'll talk a little bit about feminists. Um, as a woman, I do not appreciate when I'm out in public and I'm getting stared at or people are making comments, you know? And frankly, it has made me stop masturbating in public. Yeah, yeah, I'm just like, what are you looking at me for? Look at the baseball game, Jesus! You know, hey, excuse me, my eyes are up here. I don't know, I don't know why I sniffed it, I just thought that'd be fun, right? That's fun, I just thought that'd be fun. Does anybody do that? Does anybody, oh no, I guess that's just me. Just like. I, I got to wash these again. <laughs> <laughs> no? Anybody? Guys do that? You guys just? I was i was going down this. I don't mean to look at you specifically. I mean, but, you know. I. No, I was going down this escalator one time, and this guy was coming up the escalator, and he had, like, a bottle of juice, and he was just like this, like. And I was just like, really? <laughs> All right, those are just side notes. Um, so... I uh, recently took one of those uh, Ancestry.com, those DNA things, you guys done that? Has anybody done that before? Find out your ethnicity thing? Um, I found out that I am, okay, I'm 30% French, I am 20% Irish, and I am 50%, wow, my mom's a fucking liar. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Um, Turns out, the guy I thought was my dad growing up, not my dad, what? Yeah, yeah, I totally know how Jesus feels now, you know what I mean, like, whoa, except for I can actually prove my dad exists, so that's the difference, that's the difference there, I guess, you know, so um, I, uh, I, I uh, made my neighbors mad at me the other day, this is not feminist, this is just something that happened, and uh, my neighbors, my neighbors are mimes, so their mimes, and they just had a baby, and the baby fucking cries all night long, keeps me awake, right? So I saw them. I saw them in the hallway the other day, and I walked up, and I was like, okay, I hate to tell you this, but your baby's a terrible mime. Like, have a nice day. You know what I mean, just to be nice? And... So like the man mine was pissed. He got fucking pissed. He starts like yelling at me and cussing at me. I think like there was nothing that was coming out. But you know what I mean? Like Egh. he's like trying to put me in a box and stuff. And yeah, and so I did like the only thing you can do in that situation. I just shut my eyes. <laughs> no, sir. Like if you're in the park or something, just <laughs> they can yell at you, they can shoot you with a gun. Nothing. Does not affect you. It's the best way to shut down a mime. <laughs> Just letting you guys know. I know you guys were like on your way here, like if I run into a fucking mime tonight, I swear to God. But now you know what to do.
5: <laughs>
6: I um I don't want kids. I don't want kids. I don't want kids. Anybody got kids here? Who's got kids? I know I know Avi's got kids. Anybody? No? Um, you guys got kids? Uh, I don't want kids. And someone always says to me, never fucking fails oh who's gonna take care of you when you get old like I don't know the state (laughs) do I know you know and and like I don't even know if I'm gonna take care of my mom you know what I mean like if she keeps it up right I don't know I don't know and I'm gonna I'm gonna give you guys a little secret um I used to be kind of slutty yeah 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 No, and this is the thing, this is the thing. I slept around so much, like, I might have some kids out there I don't even know about. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, I didn't always use protection, so I don't know 100%. But, um, and this is the thing, this is the thing. If it's just about getting a kid to love you, it seems like that's not that hard, right? I mean, what do you do? Like, what do you do? Like, you feed them, right? You feed them. Um, And then sometimes you listen to them, sometimes, right? And then I'm thinking, um, the big one is you just, you treat them like, you know, they didn't kill all your hopes and dreams, right? That's <laughs> what you do. And then it's like aces all the way. Just, I don't know, I, I, you know, and I'll babysit your kid. I'll watch your kid, I'll babysit him for a couple hours, you know, here's the thing, you guys are babysitting him all the time. It's like, you're just, you know what? You're like, you're like a you're like a hooker in a relationship. You know what I mean? You're just like giving it away, just, I don't know, I don't know. it's just, I am, um, I, <laughs> I'm sorry, <laughs> I, uh, I, I, I don't mean to be judgy, I'm not trying to be judgy, you guys, that's not, I don't like judgy people, I have a really judgy friend, and um, she thinks I'm disgusting, because I don't always put the paper toilet seat thing down when I use public restrooms, you know, she's just like, you're gross, that's disgusting, okay, I've taken this bitch to a club, She has met a guy and blown him like an hour later, okay? Yeah. (laughs) No, you can clap, all the boys, you can clap. Go, clap, clap it up, boys. I know, I know, that's your girl, yeah. Yeah, she's caught the clap three times. Yeah, I actually nicknamed her Applause, yeah. How you doing, girl, how's Applause doing? She she nicknamed me Stupid Bitch, but whatever. (laughs) I don't care. I don't care. Um, I'm actually. I'm gonna do this joke. This I'm dedicating. This one is for Pam. Um, so, I I want you guys to know something. I'm actually a very sweet person. And um, there's something. What? <laughs>
5: <laughs>
6: um, no. And you know what? This is the thing. I try to stay. I try to stay positive. I try to, you know, always look on the bright side. I'm gonna tell you something. There's one daily affirmation that I do, like every day, and I'll tell you where I got it from. <sighs> when I was in second grade, there was this poster that hung on the wall, and it had a little cartoon kitty, and he was hanging off a little cartoon branch. And underneath it, it said, Hang in there, kitty, anonymous. And, <laughs> and I want you guys to know something. Like, I feel close to you guys now, right? If I see you guys somewhere, Okay, if I see you and it looks like you're struggling a little bit and you look at me and you see me do this. (laughs) That's me saying, you hang in there, kitty. (laughs) You hang in there, kitty. (laughs) Even if you're just halfway struggling, just. All right, all right. I mean it, I mean it, I mean it. um these two friends of mine um, they came to me the other day and uh <laughs> they're they're strippers, and um'm oh, sorry, they're exotic dancers um that's that's not air quotes, that's their legs that's <laughs> they do that a lot um they came to me and they were um they were trying to convince me to strip they're i guess like older kinda. Chubby ex goth girls is like a niche or something. You know what I mean? That actually was air quotes. I can't do that. I don't know. Um, So I don't work out. I can't do that. Um, So they they came to me and they were like, you know, hey, you know, maybe you should strip. And so I was thinking about it, and their stage names are um, Mercedes and Lexus. Right? So I was thinking, and you guys tell me what you think. Okay, just imagine we're in a strip club right now. Okay, you ready? You ready? Here we go, here we go. And coming to the main stage, it's Prius. (laughs) Okay, here's why. Okay, because first of all, I think it's really important that people know that I care about my carbon footprint, right? And also, um, if I stand in one place for too long, I fall asleep, so (laughs) it's important to me. I've been on a blind date before. I was on this blind date one time, and like in the middle of the date, I was like, wow. I'm way out of this guy's league, right? And it was, it was awkward, because we were already having sex, you know? And yeah, he was like, oh, you want me to stop? I'm like, I'll just deny it later, so it's fine. I... That doesn't mean anything. It's time to wake up, Pam. <laughs> oh, welcome. Welcome.
5: <laughs> it's
6: awesome. Um, so I am married now. I'm married. And it's just awesome, right? Being married is cool. I like being married. Um, It's actually a really cute story how we met. Um, okay. Uh, we were both out for a run and um, he's Mexican. So at first I thought he was chasing me, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, it's all good, it's all good. You know, it's just, I have my wallet still and everything. So it's good. It's good. And we, um, uh, we, we actually had a date night the other night and it was, it was really cool. Okay, so we go to the movie, right? And we're waiting in line to get our tickets. And um, behind us in line are these two little people, right, this little couple. <laughs> And I was like, you guys, uh, if you want, you know, you can borrow my raincoat, and like one of you can get on the other one's shoulders, and then you only gotta pay for one ticket, right? Awesome, <laughs> hello, right? It's like 15 bucks, okay? You look shocked, I love that. She's just like, ah! <laughs> so terrible. Um, no, it turns out, um, I don't know if you guys know this, little people have like average sized person anger. Did you know about that? <laughs> Yeah, no, I thought it was proportional too, but nah, ah, <laughs> it's not. I was really surprised. Woo, was I surprised on that. Um, how much time do I have? Oh, Jesus Christ. All right, I'll tell you guys a quick story. A quick, I'll tell you guys a story. <laughs> um, there used to be this bar in, here in the mission. It was called the Este Noche. Have you guys ever heard of that? Este Noche? Um, este Noche, in case you guys don't know what that was, Um, It was, like, your first drag bar. Like, you're gonna do drag, but, like, you've never done it before, so, you know, you just got out the Sharpie and, like, whatever was in your mom's closet that fit you, you know, kind of got, like, a wig out of, like, the thrift store bin. You're like, yeah, okay, yeah, you know, bought that. And the reason people would go there is because they were pretty sure no one from work was gonna be there, right? So... (laughs) I was just saying, so I had a friend who lived, like, right around the corner from the Estenoche, and um, <laughs> one morning, I wake up, and I go out to move my car for, for street cleaning. I had parked, like, right across the street. It was fucking bomb. I was like, yeah, so I open up the door, and there's these two ladies. One's giving the other one a BJ, okay, and the, the, The doorway was like only, I could not get past these two, okay? So one's here, one's here, I open up the door, they don't even acknowledge me, okay? I'm like, excuse me, excuse me, and they just kept going for it. And now I have to say, you know, when I'm given a blowjob, I am very easily distracted, you know? (laughs) Like if the guy, like if the guy like, I'm like, oh, yes, everything okay? This thing on, hey, right? Okay, so they're going for it, they're going for it. And like, I can see the meter mate. I can see her like through, like through here. (laughs) Right through this area here. And I got to say like that, I got to say for a first timer, this, she must have, she must have pinned this wig on, you know, because it was not going anywhere. I was actually really impressed. I mean, like the bangs were still in the back, but still not a bad first attempt. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I see the meter maid pull up, and I'm like, she starts writing her ticket, and my car's right there, and I'm like, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, miss? Finally, these two turn around, right? Like, this one's still got the dick in its mouth. It's like... (laughs) I was just like, and and I finally get the meter maid's attention, and she looks over, and she just, she looks at me, She looks at these two and then she looks back at me like it was my fault. And she's just all. (laughs) Puts the ticket on, gets in her little, like whatever they drive, I don't know what that little thing is, and then just takes off. And I was just like, fuck. So then they go back to what they were doing, right? And I'm just like, okay, fuck it. I like step back to go back into the door. I start to close the door and just as it's almost closed, I hear somebody go, don't go. (laughs) yeah I don't I don't know I don't know I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm actually gonna end on this um I you know I had this other really big long story and as as I started to realize that it wasn't really you know I only like the end that's basically the thing okay I only like the end of this story so I'm just gonna tell you the end okay so um okay hold on let me just uh, let me just go Mm (laughs) <laughs> okay, that's it, that's it. okay 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 <clears> okay <throat> okay so finally we we see that we see her like across the room right and she starts walking toward us okay and then she finally gets to our table and this is what she says you guys this is what she says she says uh do you think i'm hot do i make you horny you know you have to pay to play and we were like, what the fuck, right? <laughs> Especially after what happened when we first got there, right? So, <laughs> it's crazy. So, not only was that the craziest night ever, but it's the reason why my brother-in-law hates deaf strippers. I'm Ery Diamond, thank you very much.
2: Thank you so much for being here. Have a beautiful night. I'm going to just tell a couple cat jokes and then we'll get out of here because there was not enough cat jokes tonight for a feminist show. There just were not enough cat jokes. So I'll just I'll do it real quick. Uh, I'm, yeah, I'm a crazy cat lady, but not in the way that you think. Like, I don't have 12 cats or anything. I only have one cat. But I want to take my cat. I want to shave him. And I want to knit a sweater out of his fur. And I want to make him wear it cuz I'm crazy. Cuz I'm a crazy cat lady. I also want to collect I want to collect my own hair after a while and I want to like make it into a leash. Cuz I want to like have him on like a felt hair cat leash, you know, that's like of my own hair. Maybe I'll knit a sweater out of sweater out of my hair and I'll make him wear it. And I'll knit a sweater out of his hair and I'll put it on a baby doll. And then I'll like I like dolls still. Okay, that's weird. That's weird anti-feminism. I still like dolls. I like infantilizing women and having them around my house. I used to pretend that the dolls like would judge all the men that came into my house, and I'd talk to them later. I'd be like, ladies, how was that one? And then I just realized it's better to talk to the cat, because the cat actually is better. Uh, I I know that my cat loves me because... um. My boyfriend was finger-banging me the other day, and my cat didn't just sniff his fingers, uh, he licked him. (laughs) Meaning that my cat loves the shit out of me. Or women really do taste like tuna. Uh, Either either way, these these aged purple lips are a fine sashimi. It's ahi, not albacorn, none of that white shit. It's dark and purpled (laughs) with age. I don't know about that whole vagina thing. Like you see all the vaginas in the porn or in the whatever and they're all so pink and lovely and they don't have any hair. That's not what a vagina looks like. I'm forty two years old and my vagina is like purple because I've been masturbating since I was five. And like things happen over time. Do you know what I mean? It's like a permanent bruising. Anal darkness, I don't even know where that came from. Why is that there? Like what does it mean? Like my butthole just got dark over time? Like, I don't understand. What's happening? And I know they give you such a weird thing that porn stars are like, well, yeah, of course, you just shave the whole thing and then you dip it in this weird bleach. It's like, you know, it's like $42. I'm like, what? You bleach the... You First you shave it, then you bleach it? Like, I don't think that's healthy. Uh, and I don't understand why we're supposed to quaff all our girly parts in this special way to make guys feel like we're more feminine or something. Like, in 1904, I couldn't flash a hairy ankle without being a disgusting slut, right? And like then razors were invented, and now in 2017, if I don't uh, shave my twat like a four-year-old girl, nobody, <laughs> I'm a disgusting slut, <laughs> and it's, no one wants to sleep with me. It's like Gillette, the best man can <laughs> I'm never gonna be good enough. It doesn't matter how much I shave, I'm still gonna have the moles coming out of my hair. I'm not gonna be able to pluck my stomach enough. I'm always gonna be hairy and gross. I'm just never, have you guys heard about the new Gillette razor with 17 blades? 17 blades for the closest shave. And the 13th one is easily removable so you can slit your throat in the shower because you'll never be good enough. Nothing you ever do will be good enough, ladies. Don't tattoo your eye makeup on. Stop with the curling the lashes. They're still gonna fuck you. It doesn't matter. Stop working so hard unless you're gonna get paid equal time. That's feminist stuff. Uh, How many feminists does it take to screw in a light bulb? hold on let me knock my dick out of this feminist mouth and we'll ask her (laughs) right yeah there i have a second punchline for that joke that's more for women uh how many feminists does it take to screw in a light bulb cats 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 (laughs) okay i fucking love cats i don't care if it's like a feminist slur oh feminists love cats yeah because they're smart and cats are the fucking best bow to your alien overlords the cats your lives will be so much better it'll be so much happier if you have like a little fur baby that comes under the covers and he's like so cute you look at him and he puts his little paws out and you're like you're the cutest like i've ever seen <sighs> i really love my cat <laughs> i know it's so stereotypical but uh thank you guys so much for being here this has been yay making feminism great again you guys are a great audience say yay us Yay, you guys. Thank you so much. This is every Friday um at 8 o'clock. We have Pim Taps. 10 Fantastics Comedy Clubhouse. Next week, uh, the theme is, it's a weird theme. There were all these people. We stayed in line all night at this thing in Cobbs to try to, for the NBC and none of I got chosen. So we're all gonna do that next week. And then the week after is Dirt Bags of Comedy. So it's like the disgustingest, grossest, most questionably housed, smelly drug addict comedians (laughs) that exist. You know them all. Zach Wiseman's headlining. You know what's going on. (laughs) Yeah, it'll be fine. Thank you all for being here. Have a good night. Yay!
5: No!
8: Do you need an awesome and underground space for an event? at 21st in Florida. Contact Pam at pamsidai at hotmail.com for more options and booking dates. Incredible socialist prices so you can be creative in a free speech space without breaking the bank. That's Mutiny Radio Rentals every Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday from 8 to 10. Book your event now.
5: Trying to hurt me But boy
4: how it burns me Whenever she touches me And you know, oh, I feel so lucky Oh
2: Want to spend a summer Sunday laughing your cares away? Then come join the fun at San Francisco's Comedy Day. One stage, five hours, 40 comedians, a million laughs, and it's free. Besides our annual celebration of stand-up, did you know that Comedy Day offers workshops that teach Bay Area students how to use humor to resolve conflict? Comedy Day is so serious about ending bullying, it's banning all comedians from using the following phrases. Knee slapping, side splitting, break a leg, bust a gut, knock them dead. Those words hurt. But Comedy Day feels good. It's fun for the whole family. Did I mention it's free?
7: Hey, comedy fans, don't miss the 37th Annual Comedy Day, the original, longest running free outdoor comedy concert in the world. The funny starts at noon on Sunday, September 17th at Sharon Meadow in Golden Gate Park, San Francisco. One stage, five hours, 40 comedians, a million laughs. It's free! <laughs>
9: <laughs> it's a cash cow, honey. <laughs>
10: If you're looking for some delicious late night food, I suggest you mosey on down to Bender's Bar. Inside you can find Counter Offer, offering you amazing late night food and snacks. Try the chicken biscuit, it's like your stomach's in a tasty tornado. They have exceptionally great, daily ground, sustainable burgers, with sides of tater tots, grilled asparagus, and delicious zucchini, and creamy delicious mac and cheese. You like tacos? They OR oh, LATER, Counter OFF US, SON!
5: Of it actually like three times through <laughs> the course yeah. of that.
0: Anything you try has already been done before. And there's nothing really you can do about it. So remember to avoid taking risks and to whisper into feathers together in the dark. It's the right thing to do.
1: And viewers like you.
8: When the circus is in town, it's time for a train ride. The best circus town train rides are the dependable ones that'll depart and arrive on time. The ones that'll take you up from clown to trapeze squad elephant, see? I'll come on the train with the circus promise. It's intense.
9: to Shaggy's Soul Shakedown party tonight. Tonight. Oh,
5: shake party tonight.
2: All right, folks. As you know, you've, I- as you know, Shaggy's Soul Shakedown is every Thursday every Thursday from 6 to 8 p.m. here on MutinyRadio.fm. What's with the limp? I got hit by a car on my bike. This person just ran a red light. How are you going to work? You wait tables. I don't know. I'm terrified. I count on my tips, and these hospital bills are confusing. The insurance adjusters just treat me like I'm a piece of paperwork.
9: Man, you should go to JohnStraussLaw.com. John Strauss is a great personal injury attorney. When I got
2: hurt, he handled everything for me. He was on my side. And best of all, I didn't have to pay out of pocket. He got paid when I did. That's great, because I cannot afford to pay out of pocket.
4: Yeah, don't let them confuse you and trick you. They treat you like you're a business. And it's not business. It's personal. Injury.
2: JohnStraussLaw.com
7: I ain't scurvy, shitface, McRat! No! <laughs>